0: Welcome to the Fill Your House with Books podcast, where we talk about Christian and wholesome children's books and all things family discipleship. Welcome to a new episode on the Fill Your House with Books podcast. I am so excited you're joining me here today. I can't wait. The um, heart that I have here, um, the heart behind the Fill Your House with Books podcast is really books and family discipleship. Books meaning Christian and wholesome titles that will encourage and strengthen your family, that your children will love, that you as parents will enjoy. And um, discipleship, meaning how do we live out faith in the family, Um, not just in the family, but for me specifically, that term family discipleship, family altar time, very, very powerful. And both of those things, books and family discipleship, I'm just very passionate about. I see too that there's a lot of things and ways that they go hand in hand and that books can assist us for family discipleship, which I find so exciting. One thing that I've been sharing about a lot with my audience on um Instagram and Facebook is the aspect of meal times and how meal times um can actually be turned and used for discipleship. Discipleship times around the table. So, um two books that have strongly shaped my view and heart behind um table times with my family Um, are The Life-Giving Home and The Life-Giving Table by Sally Clarkson. Also, I don't want to forget mentioning the two companion books that go alongside. So The Life-Giving Table and The Life-Giving Home Experience are their names, which are wonderful workbooks. If you've read The Life-Giving Home and The Life-Giving Table, but you've never heard of or used those workbooks, you can do that right now. There's no need to um, do it only alongside the books they actually work on their own very well too you could even read only the workbooks and the workbooks will just um, help you put down a vision on your own it's not challenging it's a bible study guide that also has writing in it Sally also shares about her own home life and gives very practical encouragement and advice and Sally Clarkson Clarkson um, is a homeschool mom of four now adult children, and she in her books just has a big focus on sharing um, and talking about her own family life. How was it like when they um, had little ones or teenagers? They homeschooled all their four children into adulthood, so all the way up to high school. And so they had a lot of meal times. Um, and so the the moments that happened around the table, were very meaningful or let me say she um, and her husband they tried to use those times to be meaningful moments um, in which table time discipleship can happen. Also there's more that she addresses in those books such as having the table as a place where weary souls can find rest, in other words inviting people into our home and sharing our meal times in a way of blessing others. Um, there's wonderful insights there. And so I know that those books have left a lasting impact on my heart. Um, also, ever since um, my daughter was a little one, we just used those times of meals together around the table. We use them to connect with one another. Um, I've heard my whole life how studies, um, and that's not even Christian studies. It's also found in Christian um sources but we hear that all over the world how it's very important to have dinner together as a family to sit around the table I think what usually what you hear is that one meal a day let's try to just gather even just for one meal of the day um typically the father's then coming home from work and actually everybody at the same place at the same time and nowadays I guess our biggest enemy besides ourselves, would be our smartphones and the way that we get distracted even there. But if we make it a focus to have mealtimes together together, um, and celebrate together around the table connect with one another how much better could it be how much easier could it be because we have meal times, anyways if we're purposeful and say yeah we're gonna have dinner be a time of community and talking with one another and actually really listening to one another and whatever it may be you want to teach your children in conversations um that can be it. The good thing is you don't have to plan it. That time already exists. Now it's up to us to decide, okay, what do we want to create when we are there around the table? So one meal time that I want to specifically highlight here for all homeschool moms out there or also moms that might might go to work but may implement that for dinner times, lunch times or weekends is the meal times um, that we have for breakfast. Um, mainly breakfast that's for us the time when we um, have a bible study together or let's say where we read from a devotional together um, or from the bible from a children's bible um, itself so that started basically when my daughter was one or so sitting in her high chair I would have a children's bible up and we would just read it and look at it together and you know how many beautiful illustrations are found there so there's a way of interacting with our children and just having that moment and just basically making a declaration saying you are worth of my time and the lord is worthy to be sought out to be studied to be i feel like those foundations i clearly see that they are laid early on if we wait till our children are school age children or even teenagers and say okay now things get serious we got to have serious talks about the bible we got to study no i think it's more than that i think it is setting and um just the setting the tone and the atmosphere of the home and making it a habit and for us it's just never been different anymore after now that i've had her for she's seven and a half this is what it is like when we have breakfast it feels almost strange it seems like something's missing if we don't do it we don't need to be legalistic about it there's nothing wrong when it doesn't happen i'm not a fan of just having religious things in place for the sake of that But I am a big fan of creating habits that our children will also find security and safety in. And mainly also because it might seem like a highly professional thing to do that, to have a habit like that. But honestly, it just simplifies my life as a mom because I don't have to sit down the day before and think, when can I read the Bible to her? When can I ask her how she's doing? When can we pray for the day? No, we just do it together then. And since it's a habit in me too, sometimes we think we're establishing all those habits in our kids. But honestly, we moms need to have those habits in our lives, right? So that's when it just makes my life easier and enriches my life. Because I know for a fact when we sit down there together and have breakfast. And yes, my toddler is throwing blueberries to the ground. And I need to teach him Um, constantly and there are interruptions and there are messes there might be headaches going on whatever but we do we just have that little shelter there in the world turn just lighting a candle having some music playing in the background and having a book out there and that could be um, whatever you wish it to be but i would highly recommend you um, going into the word of god every morning Um, we've used when she was little and um, we just recently finished a theology book by marty makovsky from new growth press um, publishers and we just now started the second book by the same um, author it's it's kind of like a sister book quote-unquote i guess it's called wonderful and it's an in-depth study of the psalms that's written for children but it's really really good Um, And it's perfect for morning time discipleship or mealtime discipleship. So basically what we do is we have a wooden book stand, basically like a cookbook stand, and we put the book up in there. And that way, um, because you know how usually in children's Bibles, there's, you know, the stories aren't super long. And some children's Bibles even have one story per two-page spread, sort of. So you have, in the best case, you have nice illustrations and some text so mommy can read or drink from her cup. As she um as she yes, yeah, sits there with her children and the children can enjoy just like that moment of peace and quiet, they can hear their mommy read to them or their daddy. Um, and they get to enjoy the illustration. So those book stands I've shared on that um before too, but I'm just a big fan of those. Um I found them at thrift stores in Germany and here too, and I just recently actually um, bought one because I was really looking for a bigger one. It's like an X large bamboo stand. It, it, you can, um, it helps you keep the pages open. It's quite large, but it folds together very, very, it becomes very small. So it's perfect for our family. And so basically whenever I have a book in there, we can all see it and read from it. And what I do too, then usually, um, is I I like putting poetry books in there that also have illustrations like this. Um in English um it's called Sing a Song of Sixpence where you have um a poem for each day of the year and having that portrayed and just set up and for everybody to look at and to enjoy just makes a big um makes a makes a beautiful atmosphere, creates a wonderful book loving atmosphere and literary rich life. And it's just a wonderful way to to start the day. So my first um, point that I want to leave with you today for turning mealtimes into discipleship times is, of course, having a good Bible, an illustrated Bible or a devotional for everyone to see. Um, of course, every mealtime discipleship should include prayer, Um, And again, this does not need to be elaborate. It can just be, let's all think of somebody we can pray for. Let's think of someone, let's think of something we're grateful for, uh, a characteristic of the Lord that we can praise, Um, praising God for who he is, having a time of prayer together. I would just attach it or sort of add it to that, um, add it to that mealtime discipleship simply to have it as a habit in place. And before we dive into lessons in our homeschool, Also, this goes for breakfast, lunch, dinner, or any times, especially for when daddies are home and we want to talk and share around dinner time. um, I would say we should encourage a time of vulnerability. Everyone should be able to share their hearts. Um, no right or wrong sort of thing you know what I mean of course we're still looking there for for good habits and and um, of course there are behaviors that need correcting but just in general that we all feel comfortable that there doesn't need to be a show but we can honestly say this is what was really heavy on me today and of course there are certain things that we share only with our spouses and not with our kids so see though how you can share also with your children burdens that you have on your heart your children do not need to see a perfect parent your children need to see though an imperfect parent that runs to a perfect savior that's what they need to see and that's what meal times can be used for it's a time where we're all quietly sitting down anyways and where we're not able to run and look left and right and are distracted, hopefully by nothing, where we can connect with all, all together and we can all practice living out the word of God and encouraging one another, weeping with those who weep, praying for those who need prayer and also talk about experiences that might have seen friends go through something or maybe the homeless person that they saw downtown. We want to talk about those things Those times are the times when hearts are shaped. That is when discipleship takes place. And yes, it's amazing for you as a parent to share your wisdom that that the Lord has shared with you throughout your life. In other words, you are more mature. Of course, you have ways to speak and explain things to your children. But do not forsake it when there's moments where you just say, Oh, I don't know, honey, that's something that grieves my heart too. I wish I had all the answers that is good for our children to see that we do not have all the answers and that we are broken and in need of a savior just the same. That's such a blessing. I think that this doesn't just bless our children but it really it's it's completely necessary for them to live healthy emotional lives because it in my experience it really destroys something in children's hearts when they feel like Everybody around me is perfect and being a Christian means to be perfect, so there must be something wrong with me. So they might then end up hiding it inside. They might tell themselves they're not really feeling what they're feeling, which will also cause a lot of trauma later on. They might not share honestly and run to other people for help or to have a way out of whatever they're grieving over. Let's have vulnerability. Let's have an honesty there around the dinner table where our children will just feel so loved and so accepted and so. Um, and so nurtured, and again, we're not compromising on the truths of God's word. So there's not a one-size-fits-all answer. But I think if there's one thing I want, I want to leave with all of us, and one thing that I try to remember every single day, especially after I failed in it, is let's give our children room to share from their hearts. Let's let's be honest about our own feelings and emotions and let's see though then and let's that's that's probably where the maturity that we hopefully have as parents comes in let's see how we then take a step further after we shared and look to God's word okay how does the word encourage us now even a simple scripture such as he will turn our morning into dancing that is a promise that we can talk speak into the lives of our children that we can encourage them with right after so that's how we live out family discipleship and that's how we should live it out in our christian homes is very organically and yes there are wonderful family devotions as well that i highly recommend i would i would not say though every time you have a meal as a family i would recommend it for maybe once or twice a week that you have a reading and and like activity like that I would really leave room for a lot of togetherness memory making especially if daddy doesn't come home t- until dinner which is the case for many families and the biggest thing there is really that you grow in a deep relationship that you have a strong bond with your children with one another as a married couple the family is the most important thing to look after are the health of our families and um, our relationships with the lord so yes meal times a wonderful time for discipleship again i would love to hear your thoughts reach out to me on instagram um, or facebook um, on fill your house with books i would love to hear what has worked for you Um, also if you have questions if you're in need of encouragement don't feel afraid don't be afraid to reach out i would love to touch base and um, hear how things are going in your family what um, discipleship you have tried or maybe what um, what left you discouraged i would love to um, just get in touch and just don't forget that the lord is near and he will work through you and in you and if we seek him as parents he will show us clearly which directions to go and he will give us practical help And he will give us endurance and patience, which is probably what we need most as parents anyhow, right? Blessings to all of you. Bye-bye.